Hey, this is Two Believers for Eyewitness. Our voices sound a little bit weird. We have been hit in the face with what feels like spring, which is strange because it's supposed to freeze again this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weekend's almost over. We'll see how Monday goes. Uh, but if you hear something crazy going on in our voices, it's not a bad recording. It's a good recording of our voices being bad right now. <laughs> um, anyway, we have lost our voices. This happens twice a year because, you know, we're in the land of America where it's spring like two or three times. If you ask an allergist, they'll tell you that we have three growing seasons and that's the real problem. Well, it's not a problem for allergists, I imagine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem for nature. Right, exactly. Nature's doing very well. Um, it just, you know, our our voices are reacting to some, you know, a little bit of extra pollen, maybe. That's all. Oh, good heavens. All right. So we're in Matthew 10, and we're going to try the, you call it e easy? It That's what it's, it's called, the easy version, just to show that we're oh, not going to okay. be, you know, yeah, uh, just not, one different translation all the time. Translation. We'll, we'll try the easy version tonight, see how we like it. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, there's some translations I'd watch out for, but that is another episode. There are literally thousands. It's wild, isn't it? It's in wild. thousands of languages, thousands of translations. How incredible is that? Right. Right. Um, different things for different people, you know, but just trying to make sure that we keep to the spirit of what it was trying to say. Right, exactly. So this will be a test. So <laughs> if you don't like it or if we don't like it, we'll just go use another one. Yeah, if you like don't I said, like there's it, thousands. send us a message. Let us know. All right. All right. So the easy version. The easy. Of Matthew 10. Let's go. All right. One day, Jesus asked his 12 disciples to come to him. He gave them authority over bad spirits so that they could send the spirits out of people. They could also make sick people well again from every kind of illness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. The first apostle is Simon, who was also called Peter. Then Simon's brother, who was called Andrew, also James and his brother John, who were Zebedee's sons. They were Philip and Bartholomew. They were Thomas and Matthew. Matthew took taxes on behalf of the government. And James, who was the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. There was also Simon the Zealot and Judas Iscariot, who later gave Jesus to those people who were against him. There's a nice way of saying it. <clears throat> Jesus sent out these 12 disciples. Before they left, he said to them, Do not go to any place where the people are Gentiles, and do not go to towns where only Samaritans live. Instead, you must go to the people of Israel. They are like lost sheep with nobody to take care of them. Mm. While you travel, you must tell people about the kingdom of heaven. You must tell them that it has now become near. Make sick people well again. Cause dead people to become alive again. If people have a bad illness of the skin, make them well again. Mm. Send bad spirits out of people to leave them. God has been very kind to you, so you should be kind to other people. When you help people, do not ask them for money. Do not take any thank money you. in your purses. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. <clears throat> Do not take a bag with you or extra clothes. Do not take extra shoes or a stick. You are working to help people, so people should give you what you need to live. When you arrive in a town or village, look for a good person there. Continue to stay in that person's house until you leave there. When you go into the house, say to the people there, We pray that you will be well. If the people of the house accept you, then everyone in the house will be well. But if you do not, if, but if they do not accept you, then take back your kind words. Sometimes oh. you will go to some house or town and the people will not accept you there. Hmm. They will not listen to your message. Then you should leave. Clean the dirt off of that place of your feet. I tell you this, one day God will punish people. Okay, hold on. One day God will punish people like that. God will punish them even more than the people who lived in Sodom and Gomorrah long ago. Oh, dang. Jesus went on to say to his disciples, Listen well, I am sending you to people who will want to kill you. <laughs> you will be <laughs> like sheep among wild animals. This job description is... Whew, okay, I'm sorry, please continue. <laughs> you must watch carefully, like snakes do, but you must also be good and kind like doves. 
Be careful. People will be against you. They will take you to stand in front of their leaders. They will punish you with whips in their meeting places. They will take you to stand in front of kings and rulers. This will happen because you are my disciples. You will tell all these important people and also the Gentiles the good news about me. When they take you to stand in front of their leaders, do not be afraid. Do not worry about what you should say or how you should say it. At that time, God will give you the right words to speak. You will not be speaking your own words. The Holy Spirit of your Father God will give you his own words to say. At that time, a man will let people kill his own brother. A father will let people kill his own child. Children will be against their parents. They will even ask people to kill their parents. All people will hate you because you are my disciples. But God will save the person who remains strong until the end. If people in any town hurt you because of me, you shall leave that town immediately. Go to another town. I tell you this. You will not have enough time to speak your message in all the towns of Israel. I, the Son of Man, will return before that can happen. A student is not more important than his teacher. A servant is not more important than his master is. A student should be happy if he becomes like his teacher. A servant should be happy if he becomes like his master. People have called me the master of the house. Beelzebub, you are like those people who live in my house. So do not be surprised when people call you even worse names than they call me. Wow. So do not be afraid of these people. They hide the things that they do. But there will be a time when other people will see those things. Everyone will know all their secrets. I tell you things secretly like people do in the dark. But you must tell people these things clearly in the light of the day. I have said things very quietly into your ears, but now you must shout these things loudly from the tops of the houses. Do not be afraid of those people who can kill only your body. Those people cannot kill your soul. No, it is God that you should be afraid of. He can kill your body, and then he can also destroy your soul in hell. Think about this. People sell two birds for just one small coin, but God takes care of these little birds. Not one of them can fall to the ground unless God lets it happen. God even knows how many hairs there are on your head. So, do not be afraid of those people who are against you. You are more valuable to God than many little birds. <coughs> you should say clearly to other people, I believe in Jesus. If you do that, I will say to my Father in heaven, this is someone who is my disciple. But if you say to other people, I do not believe in Jesus, I will then say to my Father in heaven, I do not know that person. He is not one of my disciples. I will tell you why I have come into the world. I do not come so that everyone would agree with each other. No, I come to put people against one another to fight against each other. A man will fight against his father. A daughter will fight against his mother. A woman will fight against her husband's mother. A man's own family will fight against him. Nobody should love his own father and mother more than he loves me. If he does, he cannot be my disciple. Nobody should love his own son or daughter more than he loves me. If he does, then he cannot be my disciple. If you really want to be one of my disciples, you must be ready to die for me. Live like a person <clears throat> who carries his own cross to go and die. Whoever wants to keep his life safe will lose it. Whoever gives his life to serve me will have true life. Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone accepts you in his home, then he is also accepting me. And anyone who accepts me also accepts my Father God who sent me. Somebody may accept a prophet into his home because the visitor is a prophet of God. God will bless that person like he blesses a prophet. Or you may accept a good man who also who obeys God because the man is good. <clears throat> God will bless that person like he blesses the good man. People may think that my disciples are unimportant, but God will bless anyone who gives even a drink of cold water to one of them. I tell you, that person will never lose God's help. Oh. Okay. All right. I did notice a few differences. Mm-hmm. I don't know about easy. I mean, yeah, okay. It was, it was a little bit simpler language. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. Sorry about that. Mm. That's a bit of... 
it's sort of a kinder, gentler way to say things. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the southern version. <laughs> Doesn't it? It's, it's the southern version. It, it's, it's almost the southern version of it, my goodness sake. Uh-huh. I mean, it just, the, the, the sweet and gentle way that it was talking about casting out demons, I was like, oh, wow, well, all right. But what was it, something like, You'll sh- you shall tell them to leave? I mean, yeah, but okay. Mm-hmm. It was slightly oversimplified, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, all right, all right, let's go over some of this. All right. Oh, my goodness. You have the authority, believer, to drive out evil spirits, to heal every disease and sickness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm absolutely baffled about allergies. I don't understand why the body still reacts so dramatically to allergy seasons. And yes, I'm sorry, in my opinion, allergy season has started. It has gotten up to 70 degrees. It doesn't matter that it's going down to 19 degrees. <laughs> it only matters that it got up to 70 degrees, and now everything around here is getting uppity again. <clears throat> I uh, once had an allergist tell me that I'm allergic to South Carolina, <laughs> which is where we live now. <laughs> Doctors. I once had an allergist tell me I'm not allergic to anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Mushrooms? Well, except except for those little bugs out in the south that are the size of parakeets. Mm-hmm. You told me I was allergic to those. Oh, okay. That's helpful. Yes. Yeah, I get hives when I eat mushrooms, but whatever, doctor, you know the best. Um... Doctors, mm, yeah. doctors don't no, always they know don't. everything. Um, now, I, I just, I just, I want to tell you that we feel better than we did. <laughs> but this is after praying, anointing each other, <laughs> praising God, <laughs> and honestly, <clears throat> an average person, the way we felt this week may not have been able to bring themselves out of the bed. (laughs) But I believe in a God who heals. (laughs) And I don't stop believing, even when I don't see it. Sometimes you got to keep praying and praising and thanking God. And I'm going to do that, and I'm going to overcome this. And we still have things to do, like this. Right, exactly. not going to stop. Right, the week doesn't stop just because we feel a little, eh. Okay, it was way more than a little bit. I'm telling you what. Glory to God, we do feel better. We are functional. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's a sin-covered world. Everything on the earth is corrupted by sin, and it's just, it is something that has to be overcome continuously, Mm -hmm. which is part of the reason we are supposed to pray continuously. We're supposed to praise Mm. and sing God continuously. And I just, it's... For those of you, like my sweet friend Paula, who <clears throat> believe, oh, well, they're sinning. Um, this is not because of sin. This is absolutely a weakness of the flesh. And we have all but overcome it in the name of Jesus. And I absolutely proclaim victory over it. And I'm not worried about it. And if I sound worse than this next time, just know that I am still fighting and praying and praising God and believing for full healing. I... <clears throat> We'll, we'll come back to this. It's honestly, but this is... it's honestly a miracle that this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's hitting us in the face right now and, yeah. you know, kind of making us all, <laughs> that it doesn't happen all the time. To be honest with you, right? if I'm supposedly allergic to the state that I live in. Right. We should be sick all the time then. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> One of the things that happens, I know this may seem like an offshoot, but it is related. One, I'm going to talk about Egypt. Because Egypt almost always apparently relates to everything. Yeah. Egypt is in Africa, people. It's in Africa. It's a country okay. in Africa. Don't think I'm stupid. I was I was raised. No, I in I'm government schools, and it's their fault. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until I started to actually take an interest in books and yeah. things myself, you know, in college, uh, for the longest time, I thought that Egypt and Africa were totally separate. Like, I didn't understand why when they listed the continents, they didn't include Egypt. It didn't make any sense to me because they blow up Egypt to be this huge, incredible thing. And I'm just like, I'm, not that it wasn't 
incredible at some point I mean, in time they yes were ancient egypt yes in the, among the nations mm -hmm. ancient egypt in yes. devil worship for sure so <laughs> i mean impressive impressive no really i mean they were they were you know they had <clears throat> specific talents and most of that had to do with a death culture but you know whatever i mean they had blown up egypt in all of my history books to the point where we talked about egypt so much i, I there was there was no other significance mm -hmm. ex for Africa except Africa was a continent. And Africa was not mentioned when we studied Egypt. So not being interested in history or geography when I was in, you know, mm -hmm. younger grades or high school or yeah. have any, having any reason to study it because, you know, then they're just trying to get your base, basic high school courses out. And unless you're going to be a history major, it doesn't really matter. So when I get into college and I start really looking into historical things, we'll put it like that, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that led me to studying Egypt for a while. I was like, wait, this is part of Africa? Well, I've never been presented with a map. Now, mind you, until college, government mm -hmm. schools people, yes. I had never been presented in my life with a map of Africa that was like, here's Egypt. Are you kidding me right now? Or with a map of Egypt that was like, is in Africa. Honestly, are you kidding me? Like, how bad are these textbooks? Mm. It never occurred to me. Nobody ever mentioned it wasn't on the test, so I had no idea. I felt so stupid. I never understood why Egypt got, got such shade. They were never mentioned. There's all the continents. What about Egypt? Egypt was an important part of the... No, Egypt was part of Africa. What? Yeah, I'm that's, sorry. That's not incompetence. And they paint Egypt as being this highly enlightened society. I'm not saying they're not. <clears throat> it's a different kind of enlightenment that I'm looking for. <clears throat> Pardon me. But, but then they 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 <laughs> describe Africa in a, well, let's just say a completely different way. You know, they're still savages. Many of them run around almost or completely naked still to this day i mean my gosh the stuff that was in my textbooks in the 1980s mm -hmm. about anything that had anything to do with africa is shameful it may as well have come from some 1930s textbook or some 1870s textbook i mean it's the same stuff yeah they're running around in the jungle they're using i mean it's honestly oh and they hunt you know and there's they're still farming and gathering oh my gosh i mean i'm not saying they're not doing that and also that takes some technological know-how oh i'm sorry i'm about to get on a high horse here Egypt had a demon worship problem. They didn't see it as a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they really embraced it. They really went with it. And they, wow, wow, how incredibly elaborately different from so many other cultures. Just incredible. Just incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm learning about Africa in the, in the 80s. I almost mm -hmm. said the 30s. You know, and they're still talking about cannibalism. I mean, cannibalism was still going on there in the 80s, but that's besides the point. <laughs> they talk about Egypt, and they're, like, talking about makeup and fancy clothes, and they, you know what I mean? And they have these specific celebrations, and they have this, an array of gods and their own uh, sort of written language that was mostly pictures, supposedly. It wasn't mostly, but I mean, yeah, there's pictures. For heaven's sake. It's not like they never wrote anything down in words. Don't get me started. Um, they had, you know, elaborate ways of handling the dead. Again, it's a culture focused on death. So, yeah. I mean, there were some stark differences. Now, I would have loved for somebody to explain to me, how does Egypt happen in the middle of Africa? And everybody in Africa, I don't know, what, doesn't notice that? Are you kidding? Are you, you could see those things from quite a ways, I imagine. Public school. If you have kids and they're in public school, be mindful of what they're learning and whether or not they're learning. I just have to say. Sorry, that was my annoyed with education segue today. Mm -hmm. We can go back to... I, I can't go back. No! So, no! You, you, there's too many things that we have addressed now, <clears throat> so I have to address them. We'll address the first thing first. So we're... No? Okay, well, we'll, we'll come back to it. 
I mean, okay. I mean, if people don't understand, then I have to explain. We have and to try well, and explain yeah, the rest. It's very then. frustrating. I just don't want anybody who's listening to think that we're saying that you probably don't know it. I don't know. Did you go to public school? If you went to my public school, you probably don't. I don't know. We just read from the easy version. I went back over to the other one that right. I usually use. Yeah, I have the other one open because yeah. I was just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> that is very different. So, <clears throat> all right. Egypt. Oh, Egypt. Ancient Egypt. Beautiful, terrible, dangerous place. First thing, ancient Egypt, that was a long time ago. You're talking several hundred thousand years B.C. Right. Right? Uh, yes, Egypt is in Africa. Um, I was just trying to tell an offshoot, but I got to explain. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you don't have to apologize. It just I just explains. wanted them to understand that I'm the reason you say things like no, that. No, you're not the reason I. No. My education was very poor. <laughs> no, I I don't know. We can't assume what people know and do not know. That's true. I mean, we explained some very simple words at one point in time. Mm. Uh, straightforward words. All right, so. Ancient Egypt was ruled by pharaohs, which are basically kings. Right. Kings and queens, that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Um, they built the pyramids, right? Right. The pyramids are really huge buildings, right? Essentially. Es- essentially. Um, they're basically tombs for the kings and queens, it, right? With places for their treasure hoard and yes. all of their servants and slaves and wives. Yeah, and okay. Um, or husbands. Depends. At one point in time, ancient Egypt was a world power. Yeah. Um, most of, quote-unquote, the known world was centered around ancient Egypt. Right. Because they had power and all the rest of that. Uh, they kept slaves, specifically Hebrew Israelites. Oh, yeah. For 500 years. Uh, that's all Old Testament stuff. We'll get around to that at some point in time. Still a New Testament. Charging right? forward, we'll get back to the Old Testament. Right? This this is all background to to what's happening right now, as a matter of fact. Um, and the thing that was in ancient Egypt that you're talking about, they worshipped many false gods. Um, they had magicians. They had sorcerers. Again, we'll get to that when we go back to the Old Testament. Right. Um, <clears throat> the thing about Egypt is if you look at Egypt today which is on the continent of Africa it does not look like what you would think at some point in time ancient Egypt fell and was overtaken, invaded by Middle Eastern Arabs yes the whole of North Africa is actually run that's why you see all these Arabic names and Arabic places and they've written everything because they invaded North Africa and took it over Three points for tonight's talk. <laughs> if you knew that we were not going to say the English, go ahead. No, I, no, yeah, that, that's that's, that's what actually happened. It, 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 you should look up something called, well, the Turks and the Ottoman Empire. <clears throat> if you think it's just Europeans, you're oh, wrong. They were, whoo, mm. <clears throat> those guys were tough. It's a human problem. Oh, absolutely. It's not a tribal problem. Right. It's a human problem. Greed Invading, taking over crab. people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, that's a human fallen yes. Yes. sin problem. Yes, the United States did not invent mm-hmm. slavery, not even close. Not even close, right? Now, the, the reason that this becomes an issue, like what you're talking about, by the time we come along, is that they can't allow... And by they, I mean certain people within certain scientific disciplines uh, and other disciplines and persuasions. Yep. To allow you to think that Africans I knew, how to, going with this. knew how to put together a building. Right. Because that would imply that they know how to do, like, math stuff and put together stuff. Yeah, because architecture involves Yeah, architecture and stuff. stuff. And... They want you to have this concept of an African as someone, like you're saying, who is savage and stupid. Right. Right. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. The Africans are are photographed or their images are done very differently, very differently from Egyptians. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to be fair, the Egyptians are drawing on pale stones so that they can get their message across. They're not... Mm -hmm. 
drawing on pale stones because they're pale. No, people. no. If you look at the actual they pictures, the sun. they 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 chose to turn to use some form of brown to represent themselves. It's, right. It's it's very clear. But you gotta look for it. It's not on everything that you can find. I mean, you've got to. Yeah, and there there are more than one type of African, according to some. Pay attention to the resources that you're using. That's I, I forget his that. last name, Doctor Ivan. There are in fact oh. six different types. Oh, of Africans. I love that guy. Um, Dylan, it's it has to do Is all with like biology. Cervica, I think it has to do with biology and where you live right. and how much water there is. You right. know, all these things that the Africans have there because they live in the places where there's more sun. Right. That's the reason that they have the coloration that they do because they can stand up to the sun better. That is a trait of Africans. Also, people who live in South America who are closer to the sun. Right. That is part of the creator God's way of giving them an ability to withstand those kind of temperatures. Right. All of these things, the eye color, uh, uh, the amount of pigment, the way your hair is, these all have to do with where your ancestors originally were placed by the creator God. And he put these into people so that they could live and thrive in those places. Right. It has nothing to do with anything else. Right. Exactly. So, we will come back to why they said all that at a different time when we're specifically uh, talking about Egypt, perhaps. Well, we're not, okay. Um, <clears throat> because uh, the point about the sicknesses and, and stuff is right. when they opened up these tombs, which was mostly in like the early 20th century, right? they said that there was a curse, right? Not that it, there isn't necessarily a thing that's called a curse, but what was actually happening is that these tombs had been put together and sealed for so long that there were different pathogens and different microorganisms back then that had been sealed in. And these people, who are, aren't also necessarily from Africa in the first place, some of these people... And didn't have gas masks on. <laughs> they... Their immune systems were not used to these pathogens and these organisms. So their immune systems had not built up a de defense against them. So a lot of them got sick and died because of that. Right. Right? There's other cases of that. You know, there's the famous case of the blankets that were given to Native Americans. They had chicken pox on them. Oh, my gosh. But the natives were not used to chicken pox. Right. Right? We will come back to that. At, at a different time for a different reason, right? Right. Um, so, you know, that was that was my original point, is that sometimes these things just happen, because we were talking about the world and sicknesses and illnesses right. and diseases and stuff like that. And there is stuff on this planet, right? Um, <laughs> and sometimes that stuff, when it comes in contact with humans, it uh, it can take you... It can get, make you sick. Uh, there's several different animals that yeah. will, they will bite you. They don't care. They'll sting you. They'll bite you. They'll. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I think that, I think that during this time of year and mm -hmm. in the fall, it's just that our bodies are completely overwhelmed with it. Yeah. It's, it's not that we're not, you know, living right. <laughs> it's that our lungs can only handle so much. <clears throat> All right. Are we ready to move on to the yes. next thing? <laughs> yes, what is the What is the next so thing? He, so, so Jesus called the 12 to him. Yes. Said, you're going to drive out impure spirits. Mm -hmm. You're going to heal every disease and sickness. I'm not trying to, like, skip over that. Yeah. Drive out demons thing. Um, that's what he says. He actually says that first. That's his first commandment. Well, command... Yeah, his these are commands. These are commands. Okay, his first command to them is to drive out demons. Think about that for a minute. Yep, there New it Christians, is. When you go to a church and they're like, "All right," and you're like, "They're like, yeah, you're saved. Cool, I'm saved. Now what do I do? Well, you make sure you come to church." And then they probably say something about the tithe. And then they get around to discussing the Great Commission. Make sure you get hooked up with a study group 
and that you start coming to Sunday school. Oh, we have a rotation for who buys the donuts. All right, y'all, listen to me. <laughs> if you've been in this situation, that's all nice. Sure, that we live in a country where you can come and you can get on the donut rotation, okay? Well, for a little while. But the first thing Jesus said was drive out demons, heal the sick. Get out there and tell people. Tell all the people. While you're on the way to my chosen people, tell everybody. That's what he said. Yeah, there's some uh, bad priorities. I mean, with well, some people. Jesus, knowing humans, his mm -hmm. first. His first thing out of his mouth, his first priority, drive out demons. Just trust me, you're going to have to do it. Just don't even, just do it. <laughs> Kill the seek. Mm-hmm. Tell them about me. <laughs> <You know>? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just assumes. Because he knows. Because God made us. He knows how humans are. You're going to have to drive out demons. That's the first thing. And he also made angels, and he knows <clears throat> how they are. Exactly. And that's what we're talking about, the fallen angels. Exactly. That are also called devils because Satan is called a devil. Right. Or the devil, and they follow him. So that's why they are sometimes called devils. There's sometimes called demons, uh, unclean spirits. In the easy version, they call them bad spirits. Can you imagine what it'd be like if somebody came to know Jesus, some visitor, on Easter Sunday, mm -hmm. happens into a church because Meemaw finally nagged him enough yeah. And he's up there and he's excited and he's he's praising the Lord and the pastor comes and talk to him. How you doing, son? Glad to see that you accepted Jesus today. You want to you want to tell me about it? You know, because the word says that you should confess it. Right. And so that he the young man says, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that I'm a part of the kingdom. That's what granny says. Yes, you are, son. All right. First thing you should know is you're going to need to drive out demons. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a church like that? That would be great if there was... Because that's... <laughs> when, We're I at mean, war, and the other side's going to come at you with trouble, so be ready. That's what I would love to hear. Because when I accepted Jesus, I understood that that was part of it. I'm going to tell you what. That this is war. Churches seem to think that this is going to scare people, but you know what's scary? Knowing this stuff exists... And not knowing Jesus, that time in my life, that was scary. Not preparing people for what's out there. Right. Exactly. It's unbelievable. So anyway, it goes on and on and talks about, I love when it talks about, I'm going to send you to some places. You're going to have layovers, basically. If these people don't treat you right, well, that's going to be a shame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. That's going to be a shame. Yes. I mean, at some point, it says, it says, I don't remember exactly how it says it. Hmm? Which but one? Oh, it's talking about people who treat you wrong being treated uh, worse Okay. later. Here it is. Yeah, go ahead. And whosoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Surely I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Mm. The the dust of the city that they're in. Yeah, from your feet. Ooh. There there is another, I believe it's one of the other Do gospels. Do you have any association with it after you leave? Because they're going down harder than Sodom and Gomorrah. And Sodom and Gomorrah? They went down Ooh. hard. Oh, wow. It says, shake off the dust as a testimony against them. Wow. So for us, people may not always receive you. They may not always receive you. Well, you go, you try, and then you move on. Right. You don't necessarily on. have to linger. It's not your fault. It's not your problem. It may be that they don't like Jesus. If people don't like Jesus, they're not going to like you, believer. That's See, but the that, way it is. That, Guess what? Wait, I'm going to liberate y'all. Not everyone has to like you. Mm -hmm. Who cares if they like you? That's not our job. No. Jesus didn't say get as many likes as you can. Jesus didn't say... <laughs> Jesus didn't say make sure 
to be pleasant all the time so that people like you, so that they like me. No, that's not how it works. He literally says they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in the synagogues. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier, and I was like, oof, that job description? Wow, that's... <sighs> you gotta know that you know that you love Jesus. You gotta know that you know that this is real. You gotta be about your faith. You've got to nurture that faith every day. You've got to talk to the mm -hmm. Spirit of God every day. You've got to talk to God. You've got to be a part of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, what are we here for? What are we here for except to help this fallen world? You're talking about these things, and it's like, oh, it might be scary, or you might... <clears throat> you know, people might not like you or stuff like that and following after Jesus being hard and stuff like that. Right. <clears throat> but I want to bring up um, this one. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Yes. See, what you risk is becoming a wolf. It's going the other way. Right? If you're not a sheep then you might turn into a wolf. Right. You might actively, whether you really realize it or not, go out and do the things that, in this analogy, you know, what do wolves do to sheep? They destroy, devour, chase after them, make them lame. Oh. You know, uh, you could be working for the other side. That is your other alternative is being one of the wolves. Oh, because I'm going to tell you right now, you're working, off, you're working for one side or the other. And I don't care if you are a Christian and you go to church every Sunday and you provide, you know, potluck. I don't care. I don't care if you run a Sunday school group. I don't care, especially if you're in charge of something. Watch out for any kind of thing in yourself. Start praying right now. Believe me, if you are a church leader, maybe just stop the recording and speak to God for a minute and say, hey, if there's anything going on in me, show it to me. He might not show you right away, but there may be things you need to see. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you are on one team or the other. Period. All right. The next thing, right after that, therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Is everybody paying attention? <clears throat> yep. So not so that you can, like, mouth off or strike back or get them first. Mm -hmm. But be aware. Be aware of what the enemy is planning. Be alert so you can see mm -hmm. it. What does that really mean, be wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove? Harmless as a dove is kind of self-explanatory, right? That doesn't mean you let people punch you in the face, you know. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> we can defend ourselves from <clears throat> physical harm. There's lots of that in the Old Testament. Again, we'll get to that. There's lots of that defending yourself yes. thing. Uh, I reference David and Goliath. Obviously. Obviously, right? That's not what we're talking about, right? We're talking about being wise as a serpent. If you think about a snake, what it actually is, a, a real snake, right? A, a, a serpent, right? What does it do in the natural? Um, it's able to move about. It's able to look at things. It perceives things. It's able to defend its territory. Uh, it's able to strike out against enemies. Uh, things along those, those lines. Um, I can say that there are many animals, besides just snakes, that they have a cunning, right? It's about the wisdom, right? We need to have a wisdom about our lives and be wise about things um, and use that to our advantage. Even snakes are smart enough to hide their young from predators. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just putting that out there. Yep. All right, there's several other things, some which are, you know, pretty straightforward some that are not the whole thing about brother will deliver to brother we understand that 
Oh, I think you guys can understand that. We've seen that. that now in a lesser form. People right. narking on each other. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's not wearing a mask. Oh, he went out unvaccinated. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? Come on. Those church people. The church You go is to the needy. government. You go to the government and then... Illegally. You, you rat I'm sorry, but out. a mandate's not a law. So, that's not illegal, but never mind. Whatever. Whose side are you on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So one side or the other, right? A disciple is not above his teacher or a servant above the, above their master. I think we understand that. Um, straightforward. <clears throat> you, you can't worry about people calling names. Oh right? yes. Jesus is saying it. Um, they have called the master of the house Beelzebub. How much more will they call those of the, of his household? They call Jesus all kinds of things. Yeah, said he worked for the devil. That, that's, that's what Beelzebub is. Yep. Is mm-hmm. one fallen angel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's another name for Satan or it's just some other fallen angel. Whatever. Right? You cannot you let... Can look that up some other time. The name calling. Oh, the right. bullying. Stop you. That is not so. Right. Right. We're talking about nothing less than people's souls and their spirits. Yeah, just know that... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The stakes are high. That's right. Don't let somebody calling you a name stop you. Yeah, if somebody calls you a name that stops you from telling somebody about Jesus Christ, then I would say that you weren't going to do that very effectively anyway. I mean, I'm going to need you to, like, you know, buck up, right? (laughs) these These are times... Where you have to speak the truth, regardless of how people feel about it. There it is. I mean, they're changing the meaning of words. They're mm-hmm. they're changing laws to reflect that. I mean, um, you know, the meaning of words. I know. I know you think you know what I'm going to say about that. I'm not trying to say it all right now. But there are there are arguments on both sides of this. Mm-hmm. There are arguments. Against changing the meanings of words. Yeah. From both sides of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to discuss it right now. It doesn't need to come up right now. Mm-hmm. But the meaning of words is very important. There has to be basic understanding that is maintained and for the structure of science to not fall apart. For the structure of human language to not fall apart. If we can't communicate, mm-hmm. if our communication is restricted, now I'm not talking about let's create new words. Let's create new words. Let's come up with new ideas. That's fine. But do not change what has already been established, what is in textbooks, dictionaries, encyclopedias, the Internet. Stop changing the under because you will, you will eliminate understanding. Over a generation, we will lose understanding in some of these areas. We already have. That's going to be a problem. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Right. You're afraid of somebody... Somebody censoring you. Somebody coming at you. Well, first of all, if you're on social and you're trying to post about Jesus, expect somebody to come at you. And who cares? I'm sorry, you've got to come to that. Who cares? Does it matter in the long term? When I was briefly touching on earlier Mm. what would happen if, you know, some young man, his Mima finally got him to come to church and the pastor started telling the truth. All right, all right, son. We're going to start you in this class because you need to get ready because, you know, demons are real. I mean, (laughs) wow, would it be great if they had a class for that? Um, Demons are real. You're not crazy. Your Wiccan friend is going to hell. Let's all learn together how to talk to her and make her a part of the community of Jesus Christ. You know? Wiccan is witchcraft, if you don't know what it is. I mean, everybody probably knows what it is now. There's probably some some people who don't know. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, that's just one pseudo-religion, um, but, you know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, there's, there's, now there's some Wiccan, Wiccans specifically, I'm not trying to pick on Wiccans, I've known a lot of Wiccans. Whatever. 
Um, no, I'm I'm just saying. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to specifically give them shade. They are the least <laughs> mm-hmm. of of the well. Just say what you're going to say. They are the least of my concerns. Mm -hmm. The Wiccans are the least of my concerns. Mm -hmm. Right now, while we have people chanting in the streets, wow, 2020 was stupid, wasn't it? Um, There are Wiccans who will deny this, but the Wiccans who have any clue know that they, at their core belief system, get their power from quote-unquote spirits uh many higher up wiccans understand that this comes from demonic spirits so wouldn't it be great if the church was telling the truth about the truth wouldn't it be great if the church was very plain and matter of fact about jesus is the only one who saves yes the holy spirit can be with you all the time there's no reason not to have a relationship with god but you've got to have a relationship with god Mm -hmm. you can't fake it you can't give you can't give God flowers on Valentine's Day and expect that that'll hold them until Easter, okay? You can't just show up to the church on holidays. You don't even have to show up to the church. Oh, I'm going to blow somebody's mind right now. Guess what? It's not about going to the church. Your relationship with God is not about going to a building. No. Your relationship with God is about whether or not you have a relationship. But if somebody told me back decades ago... When I'm associating with people who are into witchcraft, if they had been honest with me in the church mm-hmm. about how much God hates demon worship and how a lot of things that you think you're doing in fun or that are innocent boil down to demon worship, if, if the church was more transparent about the truth of the spiritual war that we're in, how incredible would that church be? How much power would the church walk in mm-hmm. if they walked with God? Yes. It's not back in the past. No, nah, quit playing church. Get real. At one point in time, I think people, some people were like, well, that doesn't happen in the United States. Oh, my gosh. We're blah, blah, whatever. Fill in the blank. Yeah, all right. You know, because we progressed behind that savagery and that... You know, superstitious stuff. Really? Wow. Look at the people wearing things. That's great. That people, don't work. People think that we're smarter and we can be smarter enough yeah. mm-hmm. to not be in a spiritual war. Wow. They yeah. sound like geniuses. Oh, you were about to say. I know. I already just, said it. Oh, just like these people who walk around wearing a magic piece of fabric. <laughs> it's like a lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> Oh, Lucky Rabbit's Foot. It was at least fun to carry around, and it was soft. It's like four-leaf clover. <laughs> Those are not as hard to find. You just have to find a place that's got a lot of radiation in the soil. <laughs> oh, yes. For some of the, some of you, you may not understand the references. They might be old. You may not oh, understand. Oh, Lucky Rabbit's Feet. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Yeah, no, I don't know if... Oh. They, they find other things. Yeah, that yeah. was a really gruesome thing that, um, I don't know, somebody came up with. They, I'm... It's I, probably it's probably witchcraft. It's, it's probably some kind of witchcraft, yeah. Because you know you probably sacrificed a rabbit in some ritual I, I and mean, then kept it as like I a souvenir they ate or something. All those rabbits for meat, my gosh. No, okay, if you used it for something. I, I have no idea. I have I mean, no idea. All I know is they were just. I you would see them at like you know carnivals all the time, yeah. and you could win a little rabbit's foot, a real rabbit's foot, on a keychain. Yeah. And they usually dyed the fur different colors. Yeah. Oh, I went through many of those in it was my day. Supposed to be lucky. They were cheap little prizes mm-hmm. that you could get if you didn't really win anything, but yeah. they'd send you away with something. <clears throat> yeah, the the lucky rabbit's foot. I always thought that was rather strange and gruesome. Mm-hmm. But rabbit fur is very soft and lovely. Some point in time, I think what some of them were synthetic. Can you imagine somebody yeah. walking around with like a chicken foot? Oh, trust me, those days are coming. Oh yeah, that was <sighs> where we grew up. That was a rage. That was a thing. He you know, back the rabbit's foot, not the chicken foot. Yeah, not the chicken foot. You know, in the nineteen seventies and eighties, that was it was like a thing. It's like part of your uniform for some right. people. You know, it has no power. No. Neither does a four-leaf clover. It has no power. It might be rare, but just because that has one more leaf than the other ones, that doesn't mean anything. Right. 
You know, that's like saying that some tree, it has, you know, 10 leaves instead of, a you know, 9 or 11. So somehow that's supposed to affect the physical universe. Yeah, well, no. God has the real power and Jesus wins in the end. Yes, absolutely. All right. Are there any more concepts that we need to go over? Um, oh, there's one. There's one? Go ahead. The church and the money. I love how that mm-hmm. gets slipped in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it is a thing you're going to encounter. You know, they're going from town to town. They're trying to deal with all this stuff. Some people are going to turn you into the authorities. Some people are going to be great to you. Some people are going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Testify against that. The church and the money. Did you find it? Oh, hang. Yeah, keep going. I'll look and see if it says it in this one. Oh, I, I, yes. I want to be. I want to be very specific. <clears throat> Hang on, technical glitch in my brain. I don't remember what verse that was. Because <clears throat> I think they kind of recast it. Really. Mm-hmm. In the other version. Yeah. So that was maybe a little bit different. ah okay all right go ahead and as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons right freely you have received freely give provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts no bag for your journey nor two tunics nor sandals for your feet for a worker is worthy of his food no now whatever city or town you enter inquire who and it is worthy and stay there till you go. And when you go into a household, greet it. And if the household is worthy, let your peace come upon you. If it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really talk about it in this version. That's why sometimes we use different versions. That's okay. That's okay. Um, we talked about enough. Here's the thing. I did not hear Jesus say, make sure to ask them for a tithe. <clears throat> Take up an offering. I did did not hear Jesus say, take up a love offering. I've heard that at a Native American powwow. Wow. I haven't heard it here. There are many forms of church. That's not a discussion for tonight. I did not hear Jesus say, make sure that you get enough or don't leave. (laughs) Or don't let them leave. Oh yeah. Um, that, real, mm, real, that's that's the criminal activity. Real experience. Um, I did not hear Jesus say. Now remember, we're also trying to save for the building fund, so we need to have two separate <laughs> offerings tonight. Come on now. Nor when they come back, Church were they supposed to talk about? To were they taught? Were they talk about so how much did we take in today? I've oh. heard somebody say this. On, on one of their programs. Wow. They, they had to repent of that. You know, they're mm. like, how much stuff, how, what, are, what are our numbers? Is that your concern? And they weren't talking about how many people right. came to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. That's the number you need to be concerned about. <clears throat> you even know, because sometimes you're just there to plant a seed. And it's yes. not going to happen right now. And that goes for deliverance, too. Sometimes it can't mm-hmm. happen in that moment for various reasons. Again, we'll get to that some other time. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That's on another verse in another section. Right. That shouldn't be the first thing. How, uh, what were our numbers today? Whether it's how much money you took in or how many people showed up. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that's so you can brag to your other pastor friends, oh, apparently. Yes. The Saturday morning pastor's breakfast. So much sinning, so little time. Focus, priorities, what are we about? What are we here for? Be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. What are we here for? We're here to preach the word of God, to go into places, heal, cast out devils, um, lead people towards the true faith in Jesus Christ. There's only one faith. There's only one body there's only one spirit of god there are not 10 there aren't 12 
There's not a Baptist faith. There's, there's not, not a, a Methodist. One. Yeah, right. <clears throat> um, there's only one. And if that, if the divisions are causing you to not do what the Word of God says, then you need to think about those divisions, because there is no division in here. Nope. There is no separation in here. There are no divisions. There's none of that. There's no denominations, none yeah. of that. There's, we will get to it eventually. There's one thing where it's like, well, some people follow, they say we follow Paul and other people, we follow Barth, Bart, Barnabas or whoever it was. I yeah, y'all better start following Jesus. Um, and <clears throat> even that, even as they're doing it, the word of God is talking about how that is not the way to go. Right. You know, we follow Jesus. They had a special pastor that they liked. Well, that right. doesn't have anything to do with your relationship with God. Let me tell you right now. <clears throat> wow. All right. And also don't listen to anybody and take their word for what's in the Bible. You better be reading that yourself. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm not, you know, no shade on anybody who can't read or can't read English or mm -hmm. whatever. It comes in many translations. Most of them are free online. Um, and you can find recordings of the Bible. Here, just like this. I don't think we'll end on this because I'm ahead. sure you'll have more to say. <laughs> right? Until I'm gone. And there's actually a whole lot more. That, that's the thing While about I'm these. I'm alive, I will probably always have something more to say. That's the thing about these chapters. They're so packed with, with Our stuff. Our time is limited here. And Matthew understood that. <laughs> Let, let's get it done. He mm, crammed power. everything he could into each, yeah, each chapter. Let's go. What you got? And, and to be honest with you, <clears throat> there's, a, there's another scripture that says that these are the highlights. The He's four so gospels. Great. He's so great. At doing that too, just annotating, yeah. like here's this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. This is how you handle this, 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 and this. Well, it says in the other one that, that he's the ones that takes mm -hmm. the taxes, so he's a tax collector, so he's just boom, like an accountant. Quick bullet note taking. This, I've this, ever seen. I, I totally understand this approach. Right. I totally understand that. Do not think that I am come to bring peace on earth. Mm. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, and a daughter-in-law against his mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. So on and so forth. I bet you there's some people that are like, what? I've never heard that. Or never heard it expressed in this way. Jesus is serious. The creator God is serious. The, the easy version did have it kind of okay. I will kind of use that, which is you're supposed to love Jesus more. Do not worship a human as a false god. How do you do that? Their word comes over the word of God. They tell you to do something, you do it. Mm -hmm. You do what the word of God says. You do what God says. God comes first. Right? And what his word says comes first. There, Even when it says things like, children, obey your parents in the Lord, there's still a caveat there. There's in the Lord. Right? Right. You can honor your father and mother without sinning in a different way. Right? If your parents or as whatever. As it doesn't cause you to dishonor God. Yeah. I'm I'm doing an extreme example, right? But I know it happens in real life. Your mother's like, go steal. She may not say it like that. That's a time where the word of God is greater than children obey your parents and the Lord, because that's not in the Lord. No. Right? You can respectfully decline. Mother, God says not to steal, so I can't do that respectfully decline that's just an example right you can't let people that you are related to become false gods to you you can't do it the other way too your children cannot become false gods to you where you do everything that they say 
or for their feelings, for their whims and caprices, right? Do not be their slave or their acolyte because that's what you're doing. You have become their acolyte. They have become a false god and you now worship them. If they're causing you to look at the word of God and say, nope, I'm going to do what my child says because I love them. If you love them, do what it actually says. Speak the truth with love. There is a way to do that respectfully, right? But still speak the truth with love. Does not include you doing everything that they say. Does not include you bowing down to them and their every little whim and caprice and everything that they want. That is not it. They should not become false gods to you. Do you have anything else? It's incredible. Um, that on its surface, you either get it and it scares you to death initially, or you don't get it and it sounds ridiculous. But you have to be in a place mentally where you love God more than anyone, including yourself. I know, especially to parents, this will hit you right in the face. Um, be. Be about your child. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Be about your child after you are about your God. Because once you have your relationship with God in order your other relationships will fall in line. Now, that mm -hmm. does not mean that every relationship will be perfect. No. That does not mean that every relationship will continue. That does not mean that there won't be something new, some amount of change. But God wants what's best for you. He created you. He knows you the most of anyone on this planet. He knows everything about you from your whole life. He knows every secret thought, every secret whim, every appetite, every sin. He still loves you. He still hopes for you. He still wants to walk with you. No one on this planet will ever know you the way that God does. Period. Not your parents. Not your partner. Not your child. No human can know you the way that God can know you. The relationship with God has to be your primary concern, your primary goal, your daily effort needs to go to this, your most important relationship. Because I'm not just talking about if you get that relationship in order, then your other relationships, whatever. It's not just that. You get that relationship with God straight. And he'll work with you on a lot of things. He'll be there. He'll meet you where you are. He knows who you are. He knows what you think. He knows what you do that other people don't know about, maybe yet. Mm -hmm. He knows it all. Yes. And he'll still meet you where you are, wherever that is. It doesn't matter. We have seen people come to Christ from very dark places. We have seen church people come to Christ, and we didn't know how dark it was where they were at until later when God restored them, and that became their testimony. God will meet you where you're at, and he will, he will bring about what is good for those who love him. Love God. Chase after him. Get to know him. He created you. He wants you. 
he, you are wanted, you are loved. What, what more could you even ask for on this ridiculous planet where it is hard to say that about your parents? Mm. Were you wanted? Were you loved? Were oh. you told you were a mistake? Ooh. Ooh. Did somebody tell you about the day you were born and your father showed up at the hospital with a football and left sad? And then got drunk for three days because he couldn't face the fact that he had a girl. God won't do that to you. God knows who you are. He created you with intention and care and love. So who are you going to trust? Who are you going to be with? Who are you going to spend your time trying to pursue? Because God's pursuing you. This is two believers. For eyewitness.